Hey, howdy, hey. Hey. <laughs> I like putting the microphone up to the person and just seeing what happens. Um, welcome back to Bob and Friends. It's me, Bob. Um, <sighs> yeah, I have my friend Carson here. She's a good friend of mine. Say hi, Carson. Hi, Carson. What in the note is this dad joke? <laughs> I'll have none of this. Ending this episode. But yeah, um, this is my homie Carson. And at, y'all know the drill. At the beginning of every episode, I make the person, I force them. I force the person to explain how we met from their perspective. Anyway, take it away bitch ass (laughs) well we met at can i say the name of the place does that matter yes no we've already we've already name dropped uptown on this podcast like three times i see okay so we met at the lincoln center which is supposed to be just like playing with kids however we were kind (laughs) of their parents um it was like after school daycare type thing but we did not know that we were signing up to do that. Yeah, Aubrey thought she had a desk job, lol. Um, we basically just met through mutual suffering, I guess. Yeah, it was um it was a it was a rough job, emotionally draining, if you will. Um, but yeah, no. Basically, mm, I signed up for that job thinking that it was going to be a receptionist job, like I was going to be sitting at the desk, you know, taking calls and making appointments and instead i was in essence babysitting like 20 to 30 fourth graders at a time that were all like pretty ill behaved Mm -hmm. sometimes by yourself because people would call out because they just didn't want to be there so honestly i (laughs) i i feel them so hard on that i did it a couple times i did too (laughs) i'd be like I'm sick on the phone. <laughs> and then Shalita would be like, our boss, name dropping her, would be like, oh, you poor thing, you're fine. And then I just wouldn't come in. Actually, she wasn't She wasn't that merciful, but. um, Yeah, that's how we met. Can't, can't say I would go back, but I'm glad we made a friendship out of it. Didn't you say recently that you would, like, consider working at the Lincoln Center again? Oh, wait, no, no, you were like, I'll volunteer there. Yeah, I wouldn't work there, I would volunteer there. Because I kind of... The money is not even worth it. (laughs) No, Aubrey thought she was making more money than we were actually making. But I... I, The kids were sweet, they just, like, were not well-behaved. So I would volunteer to hang out with them sometimes. You are you're better than I. I I think about I think about how I how I yelled at those children sometimes. <laughs> yelled well yeah, well I mean when the yeah like there was like especially during the summer it was so rough because there was maybe like the ratio of two staff to a group of like forty. And so in order to address them all at once, like you kinda had to or pull out the whistle. I, I used the whistle a lot because I would lose my voice from yelling. I would also lose my voice from yelling. That's 
horrible. Anyway, not screaming at children. What a great way to start off this episode. Anyway, my first question for you, Carson, is what's your demon? You can take your time if I <laughs> it always catches them off guard. I get them every time. Can you clarify what you mean by demon? That could be whatever you interpret it as, an inner demon, like a a part of yourself that you would consider a demon. I'm pondering. That's okay. Um, I'm trying to give an an example of one of my demons. Um, This is like, I mean, it could be like personality trait wise, but I guess a a recurring demon is that I just can't seem to quit vaping. I just can't seem to do it. That's not necessarily like, I'm like... I'm actually like a pathological liar, like that kind of a demon, but Tyler's was that he procrastinates. That's one of mine. I think I, there's like a duality to Carson. One of the <laughs> one of them, she could probably like live in a cave and never see a human being, and sometimes I revert back to that, but I have to like Remind myself, like, hey, go see your friends. Have a good time. Don't be a little cave person. (laughs) Tyler could... Not Tyler. Carson could vanish off the grid. I could. Do you have have any more elaboration on that or other demons you would like to add? The the duality of Carson. (laughs) Um... I guess... This could be, like, if it's in a job interview, I'm going to say it's, like, a good thing. But, like, perfectionism, I guess. Anything I do, I try to do the best I possibly can. But then I look back and I'm like, oh, you could have done better. But, like, I probably couldn't have, so. (laughs) So toxic. (laughs) You actually could have done better. Another another duality. To Carson. (laughs) No, to to the, when you're having a what's it called a job interview you're like actually i it's this weight that i carry upon myself i'm a perfectionist Mm -hmm. like oh my god (laughs) she's hired (laughs) i do minus the voices i definitely (laughs) use it to be like yeah i just really care about what i'm doing and like i'm gonna put my all into it for the company so (laughs) for the company she ate that's how she's that's why that's why you're gonna be more successful than me <laughs> is that your is that your demon i think I think those are it that's fair. I think that I'm a perfectionist like but it's not with everything that I do like if I don't give a shit about the thing that I'm doing, I will not try, <laughs> which is bad because. Um, that falls, like, I, I mean, I care about school, don't get me wrong, but, like, I care naturally much more about, like, my creative endeavors, like, the magazine and things like that, and so I'm much more perfectionistic with those things, because I just naturally care so much. School is something that I know that I should care about, so, like, I have to, like, for lack of a better word, like, force myself. (laughs) 
which sounds bad, but it it's it's about putting hard work into shit you don't want to do. I am the exact opposite, but I understand. <laughs> no, see, you put your full ass into everything that you do. I don't put my full ass in everything that I do, which I think that I think there's something to be learned from working your hardest at everything that you do. I don't I would say I do probably if you did give me some kind of creative task I would try really hard but like say it were like to make something at the Lincoln Center with the kids like I'm gonna draw a stick figure and show them (laughs) (laughs) she said see my art (laughs) all right well I'm transitioning into the next question why do you think you were put on this earth slash why do you think <laughs> she's <laughs> she's panicking <laughs> for the for the listeners she is rapidly blinking <laughs> slash why do you think that you were on the earth to be inclusive if you don't think that somebody else put you here <laughs> so I didn't know this podcast was gonna be that deep, so bear with me. I apologize. I Carson, before she came here, this will give you time to think, but Carson, before she came here, was like, so I don't get to know anything about these questions, and I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> in response, that, that scream might have been really, really bad for the audio, but sorry not sorry i think i have formulated something so um, (laughs) you've con you've conjured something i think so um so obviously you know god put me on the earth there's my stance on that slay well actually we'll get into that later never mind oh no we slay in christian okay (laughs) so (laughs) i It took me a while to figure it out, and I think I still am. I think I was probably put on the earth. I like to help people and serve people. That's kind of my love language in whatever aspect that may be. So that's kind of why I chose my career in law, because I want to be the voice of someone who can't necessarily properly voice what they need to for themselves, kind of defend them. Eight, right the fuck up. (laughs) Slay, I think... This is a random comment, but I think that you're, I, this is the seventh episode. I think you're the third, third, second, second Christian person that's been on the podcast out of the seven people. So that'll be an interesting contrast to the different like beliefs that we've had on the podcast thus far. But no, yeah, I think, I think my answer to that is pretty similar kind of similar serving people is not my natural gift i i'm sure and i'm in fact i've seen it that you are much better at naturally serving people than i am i think i think that why i was put here was to treat people well and then to make cool shit and that's about it i like making cool well i don't make it i like it when you make cool shit and i get to see it (laughs) I like I like when you're smart. <laughs> Not when you're smart. That was a weird way of saying that. <laughs> when 
I like seeing your smarts translated into what you do, is what I'm trying to say. I like when you're smart. <laughs> so kind, thank you. <laughs> no, you're, to me, you're very much like boss, boss-ass businesswoman. Like, I'm like, wow, she's, she's, she's wearing the pants. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> Fun fact for all the listeners is that Carson recently had an internship at Amazon. Jeff Bezos answered to her. <laughs> I signed a non-disclosure agreement. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did not know. <laughs> no, you can, you can know I worked there. I just can't tell you, like, the intricacies of, like... I can get into their systems. <laughs> That's insane. So like interesting that you you know you know about what Bezos does. I could I could shut down a whole warehouse if I wanted to. All right, so that's the end of this episode. <laughs> um I don't want Bezos to assassinate me. <laughs> um But anyway, is that your final answer for why you were put on this earth? Yes. <laughs> Mega Slay, what do you think your gift is? If you think that you have one, she's she looks scared again. You you just talked about I just talked about your gifts and then you just talked about gifts. It's very evident that you have them. You you stupid, stupid person. <laughs> for not- but I was smart. <laughs> <laughs> you're smart and you're driven and you're articulate. But that's from my words, not yours. I appreciate that. Um, I'm not someone that, like, I see a lot of gifts in others. I don't necessarily see a lot of gifts in myself. One thing I will say is, like, I guess this is one of those gross, like, interview answers. But, like, I do try really, really hard at everything I'm given. Like, I'm maybe driven, I guess. Maybe that's a gift. Yeah, eight, right the fuck up. I think that you're also, um... I think that you're also a very good friend to people. I think that you're very there for people in their times of need and that you're a very good listener, but that's just a, that's just a little anecdote. Like, that's just a that's just a little something for so, the listeners. So kind. So so thoughtful. I appreciate it. You is kind, you is smart, you is important. I actually don't even know what that's from now that I think about it the help for all you listener out there <laughs> all you listener <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> no i okay i i think i talk about like the listener count every episode but the last time i checked there was 20 there was 20 streams no i think there was 20 listeners and i think there was like 80 something streams that's impressive that's actually kind of impressive <laughs> But I think it's, okay, but hear me out. I think it's from, like, the same, like, few people. Oh. Well, you'll, I'll, you'll add one, because I'm going to listen to myself and cringe after this. <laughs> and you can listen to all the other episodes and hear, and hear the, hom- the homies talk. But, anyway, is that your final answer on your gift? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well... What's your worst fear? (laughs) 
I wish that I could like package the the look on Carson's <laughs> face when she's searching for the answers to these questions. Okay, I'll give you a super superficial one first. Either suffocating or drowning. Those are not superficial whatsoever. Those are very real. Like that's that's a very like scary thing to drown or to suffocate. I can imagine. I just I feel like it happens really slowly, and your entire life flashes before your eyes, and then you just slowly die. And I want to quickly die. No, I agree. I I would like to go out very fast, um, if at all possible. But if someone wants to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> no um me and how do i even like describe this inside joke to the <laughs> to the listeners about the chicken it started in poultry science carson and i both took this class at a&m called poultry science and it's a it's exactly well actually what's the different definition of poultry it's like any bird that is used for like commercial I think it's any, like, bird that's used for commercial purposes that you would raise to eat or whatever. Yeah, like, I think I think also birds that are used, like, for their feathers, like, down are also considered oh, poultry because, yeah. like, it's, like, a product. Look at us, look at us having both taken the class and we, <laughs> we can't seem to remember what it is. But, oh, yeah, no, we were talking about, like, because in this class you you learn about like ways that <laughs> this is so gruesome but ways that are chi- that chickens are like executed <laughs> for lack of a better term but Carson was explaining to me wait what were you you were explaining to me about the shock the shock gun yeah so any when you butcher an animal i forget what government organization is in charge of this but you can't you have to administer a shock to them they can't be dead but they have to be stunned which is terrible (laughs) and so technically they have to be alive when you um process them for lack of a better word i was gonna say process is probably better than execute them (laughs) but yeah no i'd that that's kind of morbid but i thought that was really funny that you have to this done them but anyway welcome to the deep dark secrets we got off on a rabbit trail oh yeah we were talking about suffocating and drowning oh. um <laughs> yeah um very she said that's a really superficial fear <laughs> what's your well what's your deep fear then well i didn't know if you wanted one like i'm afraid of failure (laughs) well it's a this is your episode so you could you could answer it however you would like i mean yeah but i feel like that's pretty common for most people like no one enjoys failing at things this is true is that is that an additional thing you would like to add yeah yeah i'll add that one let's do drowning suffocating and failure I think, I mean, on failure, though, I think that some people are, like, more afraid of it than other people, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone, no one likes failure, but I think that, I think that I could stand to be more afraid of failure. 
if that makes sense, because I think it would be it would make me more driven in certain things, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's in our like career and pursuits too. I think creativity, there's I mean, obviously there's failure that you could do, but it's more imagination. I think like business and stuff like that is pretty black and white, so you can like definitely do something super wrong and like get fired or something. I love it. No, I guess like it in like the idea this kind of I guess it it depends on like what kind of failure you're talking about because one thing that does freak me out and I guess this is failing for me is graduating college and then not being able to succeed in the field that I want to because it's not an easy one to break into there's a limited amount of jobs and everybody wants them there's a bunch of there's a bunch of creative people that are good at what they do and then they they all they all want to work for Vogue or for, you know, all these magazines, blah blah blah. Anyway, that's that's my fear. <laughs> that's a legitimate one. <laughs> you got it. You slay. We're gonna try, but is what 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 failure in regards to what, or is it just failure in regards to? everything um just kind of everything like say I (laughs) say I go into law like you're either gonna win or lose a case like there's no you either fail or you don't fail and that's kind of gonna be my life after law school so (laughs) that is a very good point I was gonna say your field is a consistent like win and loss Mm -hmm. like that's just part of the field I suppose that is insane but I like I've always liked to win I'm super competitive so hopefully that correlates later I think you can slay I think that I would I think that if I was a criminal and I don't think you're doing that kind of law you're doing business law right probably okay never mind if I if I (laughs) if I was still be a criminal if you like steal money from the business and that's the T. Let's say that I stole money from a business. I think Carson would do a great job of covering up the fact that I did that. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> she said, I actually signed a non-disclosure <laughs> for this comment as well. <laughs> I will not discuss Aubrey's legal matters with you. Anyway, do you have any regrets? Several. Um, several. We'll break down as many of them as you would like. It's a wide umbrella, I guess, with several underneath. I would say in high school, I really limited myself by, I mean, I had like a lot of friends, but I didn't like go out a lot or make the most of my high school experience, which obviously now I regret because I was too focused on school. And I realize now that that was really easy and I didn't have to be that focused on it. And then, so like freshman year of college, I definitely would have gotten more involved in college, like different orgs, maybe a sorority or something like that, just to build the community faster than what I did. I see. Makes sense. She really said, she was like, I don't really know why I was spending that much time on that because that was really easy. So like... <laughs> Compared to A&M, high school was child's play. 
Yeah, I can imagine at the at the Mays Business School. Not even the fact that it's Mays, just the fact of the tiny little high school I went to. <laughs> also valid. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I... Uh, it's interesting, because, like, the orgs that I got involved with in freshman year are, like kind of irrelevant to me now like that sounds that sounds really weird to say and I'm glad that like I that did get me like I met friends like Wade a friend a friend of ours through this org called artists but in all honesty now I don't really keep in touch with really anyone else from that org but that was just one experience Anyway, random random commentary. Yeah, I think you don't keep up with it now, but it probably like opened your horizons to things that maybe you wouldn't have been had you not joined. Yeah, no, I I agree cuz like if um yeah, no, if I if I hadn't met Wade, like there was there's a lot of people that I wouldn't have mm-hmm. met. Um and <laughs> I <laughs> Actually, no, I can't name, I can't name drop, can't name drop on this podcast. Um, I name dropped Hunter a couple episodes ago, but I didn't say anything about him, so it's okay. Do you want me to? I won't. I'll be nice. Well, it depends. What do you plan on saying? Bad things. (laughs) Bad things. Yeah, no, I, I figured, I figured I won't, I won't air him out on the air. Um, uh, <laughs> do that again. Huh, punny. <laughs> oh, God. But, no, yeah. Um, but I'm, how do you feel about your community now? Um, I mean, I'm very, very happy and blessed to have the friends and the connections that I do right now. And none of that would have happened had I not come here or opened myself up to different experiences. So, all in all, pretty solid. Mega slay, and that's the tea. Well, what is the best thing? Yeah, this is this is a big one. I'm ready. You're you're ready. All right, <laughs> take it away. Did you finish that question? The best thing about what? No, what is the best thing? That's that's the question. Period. <laughs> yeah. What is the best thing? It could be a small thing. It could be a big thing. It's up to you how you would like to answer it. <laughs> um, let's see. I, let me give some examples mm-hmm. of things that people said before. Lindsay said tulips. She really likes tulips, but she listed a lot of small things. Karina said, um, when you find out something about someone that you didn't expect, that was one of her best things. Mm -hmm. Um, what did Tyler say? He said, he said the feeling of like, when your hard work pays off. Anyway. That, that give you an idea of what we're going for here, partner? 
It, it certainly did. The vagueness of the question is just punching me in the face. Um, <laughs> as of right now. That's what I like to do on this podcast. <laughs> as of right now. I am very obsessed with my niece because she's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. So the best thing is when I go and visit her and my family and she like just kind of lights up when she sees me and it's so like visceral because, you know, she doesn't know things yet. So she just (laughs) sees you and she's so happy and she wants like candy or money or something, but I'll take it. (laughs) Aunt Carson, can you give me $50? Well, she can't say my name fully yet, so it's more like, guys, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to hit you with that one of these days and see if it has the same effect. Probably won't. I'll do the same thing and give you a penny so I wouldn't ask me. Is that that what you do when when she comes up to you? She asks for money and then you give her like a nickel or something? Yeah, she kind of doesn't like pennies because somehow she knows that they're the least valuable coin. Smart child, so I'll give her, like... At four? That's pretty impressive. No, she's two. My my apologies. I thought she was older than she is. <laughs> Wait, that's ins- that's insane. I mean, honestly, you said that she understands that pennies are, like, the lowest value coin? I think so, unless she has some other qualm against pennies i don't really know (laughs) i think aesthetically like they're my least favorite too like i would honestly my favorite is the dime if i'm being honest i'm a half dollar girl you know pretty rare (laughs) also the highest the highest value coin wait half dollar there's half dollars as well as full dollar there's dollar coins too right or am am i I stupid no i think i might be stupid I think there's a half dollar because when I count the registers at work, it gives you like a slot for half dollars. Like we're going to be, we're going to be using half dollars. No one fact checked me. I said what I said. (laughs) No one go check their sources. (laughs) I think I might be wrong, but I don't know anymore. Okay. My bet, I feel like I've heard both. So my bet's on that there's both. That would make me feel better. I don't know at this point. We don't have an ass- um we don't have an assistant to look up whether or not this is true. We don't have like a James. Um please like and subscribe so Aubrey can get an assistant. Thank you. <laughs> oh, who who on God's green earth would be okay with being the assistant to Bob and Friends anyway? But is that your is that, that's a beautiful best thing. Do you have any additions to the best thing? That's insane. She understands that they're pennies. Um, I think that's my current best thing, which is new to me because I'm not used to being around children. So it's kind of a. You're not used to being around children, my ass. We <laughs> spent we spent time around a lot of children. Let me correct children that. Both I enjoy the company of, and they enjoy the company of me. <laughs> Y'all are both content with each other. We are. She, I think she likes it when I'm there. I- <laughs> it's hard to have that kind of heart-to-heart communication with a two-year-old. You know, sometimes she's, uh, when I hand her a peppermint, she says thank you, and that's all I need. 
and you're like, God, this is, now this is love. Mm-hmm. I would lay down my life for that child. <laughs> oh, no, I, I understand that. I, I think I discovered when I worked at another daycare after the Lincoln Center that I love toddlers, specifically like two and three year olds, which is not a popular opinion, but I, I understand because they're absolutely batshit insane. <laughs> but I don't know. There was this one kid who really liked cows and he could barely say anything to me, but I just loved him so much. And he would, he loved to pick up, like, we had these, like, toy animals. And he would, he liked to pick up the cow and then give it to me and then say, the cow. And I'd be like, yeah. Indeed. Bars. Like, <laughs> literally, <it's> so true. <laughs> like, so true. And no, yeah, it, I don't know. They're, they're just heartwarming in their, mm-hmm. in their little, non 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 ability to speak kind of way yeah like they're just really innocent at that age like they don't know like how to be mean or like what's right and wrong so they just do what they feel like doing and it's adorable no this is very true they don't have thoughts yet so they can't insult me mm-hmm. like i think that was the thing about when they got older at the lincoln Center is that they could think for themselves and so they could shit on me mm-hmm. and i'd be like damn not not them being able to hurt the feelings of a 20 year old i don't know you just kind of have to internally cry and then tell them to sit down <laughs> <laughs> and that's bars but no yeah at the at this other daycare i didn't know all their names and so i just called all of them bestie and then because I started calling them all bestie, they started all calling me bestie. Aww. So they're like, bestie. And I was bestie. like, God, that's so cute. <laughs> like, they got no business having that much power over me. That's cute. Now I'm concerned. Maybe did you forget my name since you call me bestie? <laughs> yeah, actually, what's your name again? I have to, like, put it on the episode of this podcast. Carson McCarter. Correct. I'm reassuring you indeed (laughs) (laughs) all right next do you believe in god as we've established (laughs) yes (laughs) why i don't so i was raised into it but even as i've gotten older there's more reasons to believe than not to believe for me like it just makes more sense and there's more purpose to your life than if in my opinion like if you don't you don't exactly like it's harder to find out what you're living for I guess no that's a good point and that's kind of like a lot of the conclusions that I've come to one is that I think that if you get to college and then you don't reason it out for yourself then, like, it's just kind of like a mindless faith. Mm-hmm. Secondly, and also we, we just don't want that anyway. What's the purpose? And then secondly, I find it like, I mean, let's say that I die and there's nothing there. Well, okay, then I'm dead. So what? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I believe in God. I think that there's higher purpose. And I think that if it gives me a good purpose while I'm here, 
I think that that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like, I'm a big structure girl. So even if you look at it from that perspective, like you said, it gives you a purpose. Like, even the Ten Commandments, like, that's going to tell you what's right and wrong. Like, if you don't know about that or you don't believe it, like, how how do you go about figuring that out? I feel like it's ingrained in most people, but that's, like, it gives you a purpose. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, like, a a big like driving force for me we're getting into christian christian shit on the podcast (laughs) so fun but i think that um a big driving force for me is i love other people because i believe that god loved us and so that's a big driving force for me having the purpose of my why i'm here is to treat people well and then dip (laughs) type thing um and you know if I think that's a good purpose to have you know um but that's my that's my two cents yeah I'm pretty much on the same page just you do you and your beliefs but I mean it just to me growing up and like we said reasoning out reasoning it out it just makes sense yeah I, like, I'm on the full, like, team of people reasoning out their beliefs for themselves because if there's one thing that frustrates me is Christians who are just, like, completely, like, mindless in their faith and then they end up being, like, um, ignorant of other people as a result. Like, they just kind of have these, like, what's it called, like, blinders on. And then it's like, no, I can't, I can't look at the world around me because it's, it's sinful and it's gross. Mm -hmm. But in doing that, they're just not answering their own questions. Yeah, I think that's also why a lot of people have a big stigma around Christians is because some of them, and there's no problem with it, like, fantastic that you believe, but some of them kind of don't know why they believe or what exactly to believe. They just know that they do So if someone were to question it and ask questions, they get more defensive and they don't listen. And I think that kind of gives a stigma around Christianity and Christian people sometimes, which I understand, but me. (laughs) No, I I completely agree. And I think that I think that's a big I've touched for context. Someone just screamed in the house next door anyway. (laughs) um, But I think that's a big reason why I don't really like telling people that I'm a Christian until they know me a little bit better because if I I feel as though personally if I tell someone out the gate that I'm a Christian they might assume a lot of things about me like I feel like there's like an aesthetic to like Christianity in the south kind of it's like we hate the gay people and we're all racist like I I don't want I would like to give off first that I am not those things and then explain like see we're not we're not all like that like you know yeah that makes sense I am not all like that is an exaggeration there are many Christians who are not like that yeah I think it's more of a drop in the ocean thing where one person gives the rest of the community quote-unquote a bad rap but 
I don't think that's necessarily true, but it's, you can't help it. It's human nature to think like that. Yeah, no, it's the, it's the, the stereotype vibe. Um, but you know, like I get it. Like I, I, it's the reason that I don't want to work at a Christian summer camp again is because I met a lot of people that not were not like the type of people that I met, um, like, I'm not saying, like, the racist and homophobic people. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, people, like, kind of what we were talking about, that from my perspective had the blinders on, which made them just kind of, like, not as perceptive to the rest of the world. But that's also just my two cents. I thought they were really cool people. I just think I'm like, there's a lot of life that's left to be had. Yeah, I think regardless of if you believe or don't believe or don't believe in anything, you have to be a good listener and understanding on each side. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you. (laughs) But anyway, brief religion rabbit hole. What is the worst thing? She's scared once again. <laughs> I should I should have expected this. I'm gonna need a second to think about this. Would you like me to do the thing like I did before? Mm-hmm. Where I, <laughs> all right. Um, the worst thing. Tyler said impending doom was the worst thing. Uh, I'm trying to remember what. Hmm. Karina, I think Karina said something to the tune of, like, repeating the same mistakes that her parents did. Hers was more of, like, a deep answer. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lindsay said kickball. She hates kickball. And I think she also said dancing in front of people. She also doesn't like doing that. I have... This is... I'm dealing with it right now. And we've talked in length about this a lot, but the worst thing for me is encountering just mean, unkind, unempathetic people. I'm sure there's a reason, and I'm patient enough to try to figure out that reason, but in my mind, there's just absolutely no reason that you should approach someone unkindly, unless I get that people push you to that point, but before that, there's no reason to be like that. And that's and that's the tea, and I wholeheartedly agree. I think that working in retail has especially tested that side of me, and it's it's gotten me into a bind a couple of times where I'm like, well, hold on a second, you're so angry right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's like, there's nothing like being angry at the customer like when you're working in retail and you're like, God, how do I still like extend? kindness to this person even though I'm like so stressed it's an exercise and it's hard Mm -hmm. but it's being the person that you want to be type thing yeah I don't know like but I agree there's there's absolutely no reason (laughs) yeah like say you're a retail worker like you're expected to respond in kindness no matter what comes at you but like people can just be so rude and they know you can't do anything about it so I don't there's just like if you are having a bad day or you don't feel like being kind 
don't go out. Don't talk to people. It's really not hard. And that is true. And that's called consideration for other people. Yeah. Like, I I especially hate that kind of excuse when I'm at work. Because, girl, we're all at work. And thus, we're all having a shit time. Like, we're all we're all struggling right now. So, like, if I can work up the gumption to not break off this customer's hand when they ask for me to take a piece of clothing off the mannequin for them to try it on. I'm sure that you can too. (laughs) Yeah, like you said, it's an exercise, but everyone has the ability to practice it. So just like do it. Um, That's all I have to say. (laughs) Everyone, that's that's a bar. Everyone has the ability to be kind. So simply do it. And that's all. That is my answer. (laughs) Amen. Do you have any other worst things, like small, minute things? I'm sure I do. That's just been on my mind for, like, weeks because of my job right now. So (laughs) I can't think of anything else. Welcome to retail. That literally will be the thing consuming your mind. I can't say I'll be in retail in the future but this is a good learning experience yes anyway what is your favorite thing about people i'll give you a moment (laughs) um actually i don't i don't want to spoil what other people said for this one because i've found that most of the people's answers like, on their own accord, have turned out to be almost the same, which is interesting. I think I have mine. My favorite thing is that everybody is so different, which is really kind of vague, but I like learning from people. Like, no one has the same experiences, so it's nice for me to listen to people and see what they've experienced because I have not experienced what they experienced. So it's just nice to hear different perspectives on either thoughts, actions, events, stuff like that. And that is the answer that six out of seven people have given. But, it, but okay, that's not calling you unoriginal. That's also my answer. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the way that people vary is just so, like, mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like you were saying, listening to people's experiences because, like, no matter how much at the end of the day we're like, God damn, all these people look the same. Like, everyone's experiences and their life story are so vastly different from each other. And, like, everyone's just a character. You know, I think Max said that on his episode. I was like, people are, people are just characters. I'm like, they're, they are a character, you know? Not like a character, like, yeah. I'm the main character, but like... We're all just silly little guys, you know? And I just want to meet as many silly little guys as I can. Yeah, I'll use your reference on that one. Even if they seem like they're a particular way when they first meet them, everybody's like an onion, a quote from Aubrey Matson. So you just have to peel back the layers and see what's inside of there. <laughs> and I think that it is like, I when Karina said this, I was like, that's actually very true. She said one of the best thing for her was finding out something that they would not expect about a person Mm -hmm. like oh my god like i like for instance 
my thing for Karina was discovering that she used to be Mormon. Yeah. I didn't know that one. No, she... And on... You should go listen to her episode after this because there's a segment where she explains how she got kicked out of the Mormon church. I'll be viewing that one. Thank you, Karina. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's one of my favorite clips of this podcast. It's it's so funny. Um, but... No, yeah. I think... I think as much as I would like to sit here and be like... We're all just we're all just little homo sapien homo sapiens walking around on this rock. Every there that's another that random random, but that's another reason why I believe in God is because of how special and unique people really are to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any more thoughts on that? Uh you don't have to have any. I'm just I'm just I'm just chilling. No, I think that's about it. I mean, sometimes when you find the center of the onion, you might not like it. But, you know, you learn more. Every person's different. So, go there. Carson got to the center of my onion. She was like, I hate this. I'm putting all these layers back on. I put them back on, but I still show up. <laughs> and Carson was horrified at what she found. <laughs> It wasn't an onion. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> God. How ominous. Anyway. All right. This is the last question. And it is, what is an experience that has changed you, good or bad? You can, you know yeah. <laughs> You know what time it is. <laughs> um, Tyler, I keep referencing Tyler's episode, but I think it's just because I've listened. I listened to that one a lot. Um, he talked about how he how his how the fact that he missed the application deadline for A and M like ended up pushing him back mm-hmm. from graduating a while. But interesting thing thinking about that now if he would have like applied on time and transferred in on time we probably would have never dated which is interesting to think about um the worst thing I think oh not the worst thing experiences that have changed you I feel like all the ones that other people shared were so intimate that I almost feel bad (laughs) repeating them again oh Chloe explained how she tripped on shrooms and she saw some shit and that gave her enlightenment on life so anyway some inspiration to choose from this is I kind of had this question like applying to law school is just in a different format and I had a lot of trouble answering it because I think a lot of times I can't say I've had like one big life-altering experience but I think there's been just a lot of little things that you don't realize at the time but when you think back you're like oh like that changed the way I see this and stuff like that so I don't know I've had like my biggest one, which I'm not going to get into a lot, was probably, like, my experience with my brother. Um, there was a lot of things that happened that changed the dynamic of our family with that. And I had to learn 
how to be so, so deeply mad at someone, but still care about them and love them at the same time, which is something that's really hard to balance. But that, I mean, it worked itself out, but that was, that happened like during some of my key developmental years. So it was hard to, that could have made me really, really pessimistic, I think. So it was interesting to consciously try to be optimistic in situations like that. And I think that's probably made me more understanding of people in that way. Bars, honestly. I think that's very insightful to say to um, to be so, so mad at somebody and yet still care about them. Mm-hmm. Especially with family. Yeah. Like... Uh, I, I've had like a, not a similar situation, but like a similar situation in the sense where I've been so, 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 so angry at, uh, with my dad specifically. I won't get into that situation either, but basically I was really angry with my dad to the point where I barely spoke to him for like two years when I, when I lived at home. Like, when we were living in the same house. (laughs) And at some point, I realized, I was like, is that the kind of relationship that you want to have with your dad? Like, is that how you want to... Like, is it really worth it to, like, leave things that way? Like, you at some point, you have to face the fact that people have flaws. And those flaws, a lot of the time, don't go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's... But different situations, just similar concept. Neither of which we're getting into. (laughs) Um, I don't... We both know what each other are talking about, but we're speaking cryptically about it on the podcast. Sorry, listeners. (laughs) It's fine. Use your imagination. (laughs) I think... I'm going to say don't use your imagination. It's almost like referencing back to the good old onion. It's like maybe you don't like what you find, like the flaws in that. But I think there's just such a strong bond with family. Like you might not ever understand why they do what they do. But you have to like consciously choose to love them anyway. Because like that's who God put you with. Which also goes back to Christianity, I guess. Like acceptance, like this was meant to be this way. Which... I guess it's not a mindset that some people have that maybe don't believe in God or don't see the bigger purpose. Yeah, no, it's the, and a lot of, I I get it. I'm talking to the listeners. I get it. A lot of y'all who are not Christian don't like the phrase, everything happens for a reason, because I can understand wholeheartedly that such terrible things have happened to people and that is um, like that is so hard to ration with like cope with that with the simple phrase everything happens for a reason you know what i'm saying like i wholeheartedly do not believe that you should brush away situations like that with a phrase like that but i will say because i have that perspective it has helped me a lot through like, for instance, my brother has pretty severe autism, and we don't know why, and that's debilitated his whole life. He's not able to care for himself. He'll never move out. He'll never be independent. And so a lot of, like, 
my parents were really big, especially my mom, like very big role models for me in like, you know, despite the fact that they did not know why this happened and why Sam will not get to live the life that I get to, they had, they were just very confident that things do happen for a reason and that shed a sense of optimism onto that, that I don't think that, I think that's hard to come by and I respect my parents for that. That was a random rabbit hole. Anyway. Yeah, I think like for you in particular, like knowing your situation, you're just very grateful and work with what you have which I think maybe you wouldn't had you not been put in this situation but that's a little tidbit about you if you didn't know it well thank you I mean like I don't know I I think that I I feel I feel very like intensely for Sam like especially when I like come home and like I, I grew up with Sam, but since I'm, like, out of the house, you know, when I come home and I, I hang out with Sam, I'm, like, ah, it, it, it brings me back to, I'm, like, God, like, uh, <laughs> you, like, it, it. this sounds so, like, discouraging, but he, like, he's stuck that way. Like, my, we've gone through you know, every treatment that we could have think, thought of for Sam, my parents, tr- why is the air conditioning deciding to rev up right now? <laughs> okay, speak your truth. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I think that I would be, like you were saying, I think that I would have, I would be very, very different had Sam not been my only sibling yeah I think that's one of the things like when I reflect on my friendships like you're just one of those people who I can see like a lot of positivity and light from which sometimes I don't get from myself because I seem to be like I kind of think of worst case scenarios I don't know why I'm just like that but it's nice to have like that opposition and like a friend that's very kind of you to say that means a lot you you silly little goose I feel like you're a very optimistic person, too. You know what's interesting is that I feel like a lot of people on this podcast specifically, too, have said something like that. They're like, God, like, my my inner pessimistic, intrusive thoughts, like, I, I feel like I'm really pessimistic or something like that. Or, But outwardly, I wouldn't get that from that person. Yeah, I think I've realized I'm super optimistic of others and for other people, but internally, like, regarding myself, I guess, is where I'm more pessimistic. We are all our own worst critic, in a sense. Bars. (laughs) Slay. Well, Carson (laughs) is... (laughs) It has been a joy to have you on Bob and Friends. Do you have any do you have anything you want to say? You want to chew me out? You want to you want to tell an embarrassing story about me? You want to hang me out to dry? Just that I would have liked to receive these questions maybe 2 to 5 business days in advance <laughs> so I could study my answers. So this <laughs> but that's about it. And that's fair. The the format of Bob and Friends is is mystical. But 
I'm I'm thankful for you going along with it despite the fact that it's wildly unpredictable. I I appreciate the the opportunity to be on Bob and Friends. Also, I just want to note how dark it got in the room and how intimate this is right now. <laughs> no, the sun well the sun hasn't even set, but it just got like really really cloudy. There's fog on the There's fog on the windows too. It's really weird now. <laughs> No, that fog, like, never leaves. Like, it's there when I wake up, and then it's there when I go to sleep. It's always, like, very, like, Christmas feeling. (laughs) I don't get Christmas. I get, like, mold. (laughs) Yes! Yes! And on that note, I'm going to leave it on mold. This has been Bob and Friends. Best regards.